Welcome to Breakfast with Candles podcast. Simply put, this is a podcast that explores John Hughes films. On this week's episode, we discuss She's Having a Baby. Enjoy. to the show how are you this week jordan i am doing good this week luke <laughs> yeah it's hot she... summer florida you know what can i say oh man my you back's are, you aren't kidding about that my back's sweating pretty good guys <laughs> it's disgusting but it's the reality i live in but the good news is she's having a baby yay <laughs> wait who's having a baby I'm, we we act like we've been looking forward to this but i don't know that we really have yeah, I mean, but I, I, just, <laughs> I didn't really even know about this movie before now. Not at all. Not this, at all. This was my introduction to this movie. Yeah, I mean, is this a movie that you've you've heard of in passing ever? Like, has anyone ever brought this? Oh, you know, movies like I think I think I saw this for some reason. I have this image of seeing this cover in Blockbuster, but not remembering that this was the title of the movie. Like thinking yeah. it was called something else, and also not realizing that that was Kevin Bacon for some reason on the cover. Yeah, it, it's I don't not. Know why? I, for some reason, I thought it was Matthew Broderick. Like when I bring it back in my memory of seeing it, isn't it funny how like some covers for some reason you don't realize like that's the person? Like there's that, there's that. Um, uh, what's the the? Wow, I'm completely blanking on it. But there's there's a movie with. Um, Wow, I'm completely blanking. Never mind. But there's there is a movie cover where it's okay. two an actor and actress, they're like falling in motion. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? And I completely didn't realize who the two people were. See, this is the thing. This is the problem with this like cover. Until like later. It's like they. Oh, this is a very, a very. It was Ben classic. Affleck. That's what it was. It was Ben Affleck, and I had no idea it was Ben Affleck. What is it? In like in the movie, Hope floats or something. That's not it, is it? I'll look know. it up. I'm sorry. Finish it's, your point. It's fine. <laughs> but like, there's so many covers like this, especially around this time period where it's just the two love interests looking at each other. It's like, I'm thinking like, yeah. what, what other random movie like uh serendipity, or serendipity, something. <laughs> um, only like fools rush in or whatever. Like just movies yeah. like that. We're like, mm. Oh yeah. And so it's like, you look at it and you can just swap any actor or actress's <laughs> face. Just <laughs> it, cause there's just so many for it, sure. And so you, for me, I look at it and my eyes just kind of glaze over it. And also the title, like she's having a baby, you know, I, I, yeah. I, it's not that catching of a title. You know what I mean? Even like movies, like what I just said, hope floats. It sounds like something I should know, but she's having a baby. Sounds like there might be a few variants of that title out there, but I don't know. I don't know. I did. Not. I have it, Jordan. Forces of forces nature. of nature. All right. I, for some reason, I didn't realize that was Sandra Bullock. Like, it looks obvious now that we're looking at this, it. But I, I saw one that didn't have their names right at the top. This, that poster that you're showing me to my face, that's awful. <laughs> like, look <laughs> at Ben Affleck's body in this. He looks like I he's never recognized made, it as him. Because he looks ridiculous. It doesn't look like a real person. It looks like, like Ben rough, Stiller. The way he's bending backwards is defying all true. logic. He looks like he's made, he's like... Actually, Stretch I didn't realize strong. that till just now. You're oh right. Oh, my God. That looks CGI. It looks, it's, it, <laughs> it is. It looks Photoshopped. There's no way it's not. <laughs> Hope, no, forces of Nature. I don't know if I haven't seen it. Go see one. Forces of Nature. I guess. I don't know if I can recommend we, we, it. Yeah, we have no idea. I'm not sure I've seen it. It's only gotten a 5.4. So. All right. Cannot confirm. <laughs> 
Um, so she's having a baby. What are we watching? <laughs> what are we even doing right now? <laughs> so this is a movie from 1988. Back to the 80s. This one, I think, has the most involvement by Mr. Hughes. He's doing it all here. He is he? writer, director, and producer, as it loves to say right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. This is a John Hughes joint through and through. John Hughes proudly <clears throat> presents a John Hughes film yep, yep. written, directed, produced written for John Hughes <laughs> by John Hughes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> One of those, isn't it? So what would you guess on budget here? Okay, um, this is, this has to be what, hot off footloose for, for bacon here. So 88. So, all right. I'm I'm thinking about uh, hmm, thirty thousand, thirty million, thirty thousand. Wow, that's cheap. Thirty million. <laughs> Reasonable guess. Okay. But twenty. All right. I'm getting 20 better. Mil, twenty I'm getting mil better budget. at this. I've been embarrassed by a few of my guesses. That one <laughs> doesn't tend to be spiraling into shame quite as much. But just off the top of the noggin, um, would you think this would have made back its its budget? Yes. Yeah. I think I think it made it back. I think it did relatively okay. When it did not. Well, my God. (laughs) So we're looking at a 3.8 opening weekend in the U.S. 3.8. No, 3.8. Oh, no. (laughs) So, like... And a gross of 16. I mean, the reason I thought... Over its whole run. That's pretty crazy. Because, again, I I thought Footloose was a bigger thing for... Yeah. For old bacon, but maybe it's right. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't as hot of an, an icon as I thought. I don't know. Whatever. I think it's hard to look back at these movies and know, like you know, just I mean, we're a little young too, so I feel yeah, like if we were ten years older, we might have a little bit better perspective on a movie made. In, I mean, I mean, you know, a movie made in ninety eight, yeah, eighty eight. You know, we're one years old. I mean, we weren't there feeling the cultural zeitgeist you know, we of were, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, so. I mean, we were we only become aware like of what was going on. You know, twelve years after this, yeah. or something. You know, we were finally teenagers twelve years later. So, but uh, yeah, Footloose. I mean, it's a big deal now, but maybe not so much. Then. I guess not. I guess this one movie of those things that took now. a while. Yeah, again, but we're we're gonna make it a big deal. All right, let's starting do it. right now. <laughs> So I got just a, a few interesting tidbits that I've snagged off the internets. Um, Give me that bit. So this movie was actually filmed at the exact same time as The Great Outdoors. Isn't that interesting? Same time. It says the same time as two other John Hughes films, along with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What? So he had three three movies going. Does not compute. <laughs> so one of, one of the coolest things... I'm I'm going to immediately skip what I was saying earlier. I'm going to skip straight to the end. Do it. So one of the coolest things about this movie, I think, I mean, it's it's a decent movie overall, but one of the coolest things, I think, was at the ending, where we got all these cameos by people who, you know, John Hughes had worked with, and I assume knew uh-huh. from the business, um, including Matthew Broderick, which it looked like was actually part of Ferris Bueller, right? Are you telling me he's in this movie? Yeah. What? At the end of the movie, they're they're saying what what they should name the baby. You didn't stay till the end, Jordan. I didn't stay till the end credits. You gotta stay till the end credits. <laughs> I'm usually the one There's who like brings up the thirty end celebrities at the end calling out names. No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? The one time after Beethoven, I was like, no, I'm sick of staying till the end credits and seeing just a dog silhouette. I'm done, and now I miss the the big. Maybe whopper. we should take a quick break and let you watch this of on YouTube. Okay. And we'll be right back. 
Oh my god! And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the hot take. Oh my gosh! John Candy's in this movie. Everyone, <laughs> this movie's awesome. <laughs> There's a long list of celebrities in this movie. Yeah. What? Wow! I don't believe this. So it it kind of looks like John Hughes, for one part, just like took people off the streets of. I'm assuming Chicago. I would say New York, but knowing John Hughes, probably yeah. Chicago. Don't kid yourself. The way he treats New York in this movie, and New Yorkans yeah, or whatever, New Yorkites, right. I don't know what they prefer to be called. New Yorkians, yeah. New Yorkians, I think that's it, yeah. But what in the world? That That's that's something. So there's like strangers mixed in with celebrities, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. That makes sense. I was feeling weird. Randoms like, for filler. Okay, I was like, am I supposed to know all these people? Like, okay, yeah, there's Dan Aykroyd. There's even Magic Johnson, Magic which Johnson. is weird. Yeah, and uh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I can't believe it. Woody Harrelson. It's really cool. No, I missed that one. That was... Uh, so I, I deem that probably one of the best parts of this movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. At least the most fun, I think. All right. So that... <laughs> I'm interested to see what you thought We've of this We've now teased everyone of the ending. So <laughs> this is the bar that's been set as the highest mark of quality in this yeah. movie. So, all right. So okay. we kind of... We kind of get to know who Kevin Bacon is right off the bat. Jakey boy. So he's getting married mm-hmm. to a woman who I would say doesn't seem to want to get married. Jeez, man. Like, I'll just say she doesn't seem to want to be married at all during this movie. But then there's these weird parts where she does. Didn't you get that weird feeling from her? I don't know what they're trying to say. Right it's off so the bat, strange. we are met with two very uninterested people. Who? Yeah, she's kind of just standing there like a prop, getting married, and he's she does out that there. a lot though during the movie. Yeah, she she like there was like one part where my wife came in and I'd watched like most of the movie, uh-huh. and she watched like this little part. I'm like, this is literally the most words she strung together the entire movie. You're talking about the Alec Baldwin scene, aren't you? Um, to skip ahead, yeah, what, I, I think maybe so. Yeah. Because, like, most of the movies, she, like, will say something. It'll be, like, one-word response or, like, she'll say, like, one sentence. And there's, like, one one scene where she finally said, like, three sentences in a row. And it's like, wow, she yeah. can speak. She's treated very poorly in this movie. as Not by our character Jake. Well, sometimes by Jake. But mostly by our writing, by John Hughes. I, I, I wonder, if she, was she written that way or is that just the way she played it? Like I, I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, when you're given what she's given it's kind of like it's hard to sometimes play it as charming because you get that her right at the beginning uh like again the stoic performance and nature of the character whatever it is and then you also have jake right off the bat almost being persuaded to run off and not get yeah. married yeah it, it's not a great especially by mr baldwin by Mr. Baldwin, who I don't know what he's doing. Not not yeah. the acting. I, I know I see what he's doing in his performance. I don't know what he's doing as a character. I don't know who he is. He's like coming off as this weird sage-like character. Yeah. Saying basically the theme of the movie. You'll be happy. You just won't know it. Or whatever. <laughs> and it, it's it's very strange. But, he you know, it's fine to see him. But... Whatever, like entering this movie, I think we're given some unlikable characters right yeah. from the bat. Yeah. I'd say all the parents. Oh my god! And the grandparents—they're terrible. They're some prickly pears. 
Oh my gosh, that grandfather is the worst. He clearly is very blatantly not wanting them to get yeah. married because yeah. he's the. But for some reason, he hates Jake. I guess because he's a writer and he's. I think be that's a that's another theme of this movie. I think something I see in all the side characters is they're taking out their frustrations and what they didn't do or they thought that they shouldn't do on Jake and his wife. What's her name? Christy. Christy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. For instance, like it when he d- decides he's gonna, or he's talking about getting his masters, mm-hmm. or, or not wanting to get his masters. Basically, it like flashes back to the grandfather, and it's like throughout his life, like people have kind of like hammered into him, like what he what he has to do or what he yeah. ca- what he shouldn't do. You know, like the grandparents saying he shouldn't get married, and then like when he was like what three or four, however old he was, sitting on grandpa's lap, like telling him you have to get your master's degree, right? Yeah, basically being. And this is a good place to bring this up. This is a movie of cutaways, like throughout. Yeah. This, it's this is like it sets the tone. I think I will say this pretty consistently. It is this kind of thing where it's cut away. Some things happen like the way they're interpreted in some ways. Some things are just in his head. And so you get either. That is very strange dynamic in several of these scenes. You don't really know at the end whether it was real or not. Immediately they have that problem because you know immediately when he's like getting married and the priest is like. Um, and you'll take care of her and then you'll buy her flowers and you'll know the yeah. kind of fl- and you know it's clearly a fantasy but then when he comes back at the end it says don't kiss her too hard you'll mess up her makeup for the pictures I'm like yeah. did he really say that? because it seems like he did <laughs> exactly yeah. the way he reacts you're like oh so we, is that that's real and this yeah. happens again yeah. and again in the movie where I'm like did that really happen? and I'm not sure that's purposeful I think it's just kind of maybe sloppy editing I think that I think a lot of times <laughs> when you have the cutaways the, the trick is partially on the editor to make it effective. And so I, yeah. I don't know. I think there might be some sloppy editing in this movie at all. Like a lot of cheesy movies, it'll be like wah, 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 that oh, like God. wave effect. <laughs> That's them overdoing and it's it. It's like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a subtle touch that like really makes those moments effective. But yeah, as you were saying, so what, they, they're... He wants to, or it just like goes back in time, you know. That's yeah. what a lot of times it is. It's like mm-hmm. they're just standing there before you know what's going to happen. Exactly, yeah. and it's it's always an exaggerated version of whatever it is. I, I'm yeah. th- thinking think less Family Guy and more Nickelodeon's Doug. Like it's way more of that. I mean, yeah. also we're following one character because this is very much Jake's movie, right? For sure. Like as we've said, Christy's the only like co-star of the movie, really, and she's like and she is basically dead inside (laughs) she's got the dead eyes like in lion king (laughs) oh my god no kidding Uh, but like this this is just a part of the movie where they are just a me in their like first the year of their marriage or whatever time flows in a strange way in this movie i think it's at least a couple years years. because like later on you know we'll talk about it here when they like go to the block party and stuff they talk about like i think four years god at that point so it's like i guess the first two or three years yeah, and so, like, right off when they, like, move in with each other and they move away to go to college, and, like, they are just fighting straight away. Yeah. Like, you're not given a moment to think that this is a good match. It's weird because I feel like this is partially the chemistry of the actor and actress. Yeah. Because, like, they it seems like they're really angry at each other, but, like, the fight resolves itself pretty quickly. So it's, like, it's or just it's this shown. weird, like, on-screen thing. I don't know. Because I have like a part later where I'm like, 
Um, she doesn't seem like she wants to get married, but then in the very next scene, she's like kissing and hugging him and like super affectionate and like was yeah. Um, it's it's soon after he gets his job. Yeah, and they get in some kind of fight or, or yeah, it, that's right. It, it's when they move into the house. They're talking about like the his mom giving him the the couch and like she just doesn't seem like she wants to be in any of this. She's nasty. And then like the next scene, too, she's like. She? you know, driving him to work and, you know, saying all these sweet things. Yeah. And like, she's, she's only, he's only asking for his parents to like come over once. She's like, no, yeah. it will never be once. It'll just be all. And then like, God, man, yeah. be nicer to his way family. Overboard. Yeah, way overboard. And then, yeah, as you said, and honestly, I think this is, Again, I think partially an editing thing. I'm noticing some sloppy <laughs> editing in this movie because what happens in that scene is they're kissing, like they have a fight, and you don't see the resolution. All of a sudden, it just cuts to him going, like yeah. driving her to the subway or whatever, or the yeah. train, and like, "Bye, honey, I'll miss you." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And then like it cuts to him on the train. I'm like, "Okay, he's going to work." And then it cuts to them being at like a neighborhood party, and it's just yeah. it's a disorienting in the editing. It makes you think. Wait, wait, wait! Where did he go? Like yeah. you assume yeah. he's going to work, but then like it cuts and they're at this neighborhood party or whatever. It's just there's stuff like that I think throughout, which is just this is this is a little late in his filmmaking career too to be making these kind of mistakes. I feel like yeah, I mean he's director and producer, so like all these things should have gone through. Mr. Hughes. I don't know, man. When you're making three movies at the same <laughs> time, somehow. Because we didn't see those same mistakes in those two. No. Which we've already watched. No, yeah. we did not. It's part of our list. Go back and watch them. Yeah. Listener. What were the other two movies? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And, uh... Very different movies. Yeah. Yeah, very different What was the movies. other one? It was, uh, Out Great Outdoors. Yeah, Great Outdoors. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. Very different movies. This is our first non-comedy. Is it? Too. Wow. I would say all of the movies we've watched before this have been comedies on some level. Yeah, this is this is has comedic moments in it, I think, as most of his does. But yes, this is trying. This is pretty much a pure drama with a little bit of comedy. Yeah. On on IMDb, it says comedy, but I would say that's a small percentage of yeah, it, I, what this is. I would say it's a, it is a dramedy, but yeah, it the subject matter is not funny, like, at all. And I like, mean, there's no comedy actors in it. No. So <laughs> it's like I think there's some situational com. They, really, the comedy really only comes with like the, the weird cutaway jokes. But that's really it. I mean, and like maybe like the reactions of the parents, I guess. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say this now because we know what kind of movie this is straight away. This is a wow. Let's really drill into your head this unhappy couple who just yep. got married young. Yep. We've seen movies like this. And they're going to be happy in the end. In the yeah, <laughs> out of nowhere too. I might add, some movies do this well. Some movies right. will show the them. Notebook. I mean, is a good example yeah. of them really building on like all the drama of their lives. For you to care, you 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 have because immediately when you see this, you're like, why are they married? You that you yeah. have to see yeah. a reason, and we're never yeah. given one until yeah. well, we're there. They say they give us one at the end, yep. but <laughs> a baby. That's what they give oh, us. Oh God, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll yeah, we're, we'll get there, but oh man. <laughs> And so there's just there's scene after scene of this them of him being unhappy. That's the thing because it's it's again it yeah. focuses on Jake. I mean, basically the entire movie is about how unhappy he is and how unsatisfied My he is with gosh. the choices he've he's made. How he seems to love her, but he's constantly questioning himself. It's it seems like every time he's with her. I don't know if this is a problem with the performance 
or again the writing or whatever every time he's like whether it's kind of like a uh, like it's some like yeah. obligation that he just does not want to be a part of like throughout and the she's just like movie. stoic I know it's hard to know what she thinks but it's easy to think that she doesn't care or that she's in some sort of misery yeah especially in and I guess we can go ahead and get to the block party which I thought was kind of an interesting thing it's like to me this is one of the most like epitome of an American like scene it's yeah. just like you know the American neighborhood you know guys mowing and you know the wives cooking and <laughs> mm-hmm. they're eating corn and they they've they've cut off the whole street this is kind of a little before my time and I didn't live in a neighborhood but I don't think this really happened like when we were growing up but no. I think this was you know a little more like maybe 60s 70s and he's kind of brought it into the 80s in this movie but I, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. Just yeah. block party, getting together with your neighbors, just kind of a you know a, a safer time when people were willing to hang out in their front yard and you know just hang out with each other and talk and get to know their neighbors. And their neighbors were actual friends instead of just people that they waved at, like you and I probably do when we leave our houses. Exactly. It's just like, <laughs> hey, Bill, or whatever. How you doing? Yeah, and in this scene actually makes the main characters less likable because like. They're in a situation which yeah. you're identifying as pretty nice. Yeah. But no, Jake is... I didn't think the, the guys were being that unreasonable, too. No, they're having and a they regular conversation. And they made them seem like, like they were saying the most ridiculous things. They're just talking about a mower. Like, exactly. Sure, it's boring, but it's like there's no reason to be rude and just walk away from them. I know, they're not being morons. They're not being <laughs> like jerks or like hateful or they're anything like that. just recommending which mower he should have. I know, it, but it just, again, to grind into your head... Oh, Jake is unhappy and he wants more. He just wants more. There's something yeah. missing. And we get this narration. Like, it's narrated right from the bat. So that's another thing that it, thing that it does is narration. It's always him. And this is, I think, I'm going to put this one on Hughes. Because yeah. he has that style where he writes quick. He writes it in a hurry. I think I've heard him say in an interview, like, he, wants, he likes to write things as fast as you'd say them. To make a more naturalistic thing. But he's trying to delve into, <laughs> like, deep... Uh, themes about like a mental state of a man when he's getting married and he's like he's the discontent right. and man i think these narration parts are no good <laughs> they yeah. as far as like how they're written like oh my gosh there's just so juvenile i think in yeah. the way that something was missing what could it be i'm just like oh for crying a good example <laughs> would be when he's in the advertising firm talking to his boss and his boss going on and on about how, like, there's what you want and then there's what you get. Yeah, yeah. And, like, what you get is never going to meet what you want. So you have to understand that what you want has to be, like, put away. Uh-huh. And the people who have what, who try to get what they want end up jumping off whatever bridge. And it's like, and then, then he goes on and on about how his boss is a loser. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's... Like, I mean, I understand part of that, but yeah, I mean, it is kind of what you're saying. It's juvenile. It's like, to just say that is kind of ridiculous to like... Who would say this? Like, exactly. people aren't black and white like that, so it's... Yeah, yeah. it's just a <laughs> ham-fisted way of trying to be like, this is the character. I mean, I, mean, I don't know yeah. what, what, where in his life Hughes is, but I do know that usually when a writer <laughs> writes him, this how's the symptoms. He's struggling of, with the the same things he's writing about, right? Yeah, and it's, sometimes it's hard to write about yourself, and this is has all the symptoms of a man who's trying to write himself into the story. Yeah, and it seems like he, whoa, it's a writer. I'm a writer. He wants more from his movie career, probably. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps that's what it is. It said 
it's said actually in one of the trivia things that John Hughes felt this was a very personal movie for him and he took it very hard when this movie didn't do well. Yeah, I think that is apparent. And that that that's that sucks, but honestly this take the may time. have been, you know, foreboding for the end of his, you know, successful good making classic movie mm-hmm. time because I mean this led into the 90s which I would say say led into you know, there was a couple good ones in the early 90s, but it led into what I mean, we're, we don't even plan on watching some of his later movies, honestly, yeah. because they're just not as interesting. They're just not as John Hughesy as, you know, these these early 80s movies that, you know, we'll talk about later on in our show. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't for him. I think, and I know we're getting into, like, a lot of our thoughts here, but I feel like th- with this movie, you, we mentioned it up top director writer he did too much this is one of those instances and to be filming two other movies yeah that is crazy this is a thing where you work with someone else why would you do that play to someone else's strength subtlety is not one of his strengths obviously and so we're getting these like we're getting beaten over the head he's dealing with a very serious subject whereas like you know other movies a lot of it are very light-hearted subjects yeah Mm -hmm. for sure anyways (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, um, I, I would say Alec Baldwin is, is another thing just to mention real quickly. Oh, I yeah. mean, he's, this is a very young Alec Baldwin. It's, it's not an Alec Baldwin I've seen a lot of. I, I haven't seen a lot of younger Alec Baldwin material. I don't know if you have, but the shadow know, he was, he was interesting. I, I enjoyed him a lot more <laughs> as yeah. a young Alec Baldwin than I have as an older 30 rock know alec baldwin it's weird seeing him so young i'm like there's something about young alec baldwin he just looks sometimes when you see him he looks like he's been stretched out i don't know what yeah, i mean you know because yeah, his yeah. face seems longer because i, I don't probably what it is he probably just got stretched out that's it they you, you've heard out of people being one. stretched out put him on the stretcher put mr baldwin on the, the specific stretcher. procedure of stretching a man's face what happened to this guy so he comes back he visits them after they've been married for two years at this yep. point, just living in the. You're just living in mundane life as, as Jake would like probably normal think. people like normal people pretty much. Uh, he's he's in, got a floozy. He's got a, yeah. He comes in with like <laughs> with his porn star. Is that what a quote we're quote unquote model? Yeah, I, just, I don't know. Trying hey, to understand. I'd say what? a slutty model, I guess. Uh huh. She's talking about wearing a g string. Yeah. She Anyways. makes out with a cup. It's it's very strange. Yeah. I don't know. I'll who show you what this. I do. This is his. This is him <laughs> as a Chicago fan throwing eggs yeah, at New York City. Probably <laughs> because these are the most pretentious people. Like, yeah. oh, they're like, oh, Chicago. Come what back happened? to New York. Come back to New York. It's amazing in New York. They're just pretentious as can be, and just nasty and mean, and just really just ah. Ugh. So, did he go to college with Alec in New York? Is that what I'm supposed to believe? I don't know what he did. Yeah. It's probably said, but yeah, I guess we missed it. Nah, whatever. It, doesn't really it wasn't matter. clear enough that the two of us got it. Exactly. He's an old friend, and he hasn't seen him for two years. And he went to New York, and here he's here he is, a jerk. And he, and he this is another thing where, again, we haven't seen Christy talk very much. Yeah. And the, he invites them over to stay. Tragic error. I did like that part. Yeah. Here is a tragic, tragic error. error coming up in three, two, one. Exactly. And you know, some of these kind of way jokes I laugh at. Some yeah. of them I'm like. <laughs> It's fun. Yeah. Some yeah. of them are fun. I, I I enjoy it every now and then. Sometimes I'm like raising an eyebrow. Sometimes I'm chuckling. I don't know. It's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I completely understand. 
Yeah, invites him over to stay without asking his wife, which I agree. Not not a great not a great choice. But I don't even think if he was married, he should have invited them over. Yeah, right. Thinking they're down the hall, they're having sex with the door with open. The door open. Yeah. These are not people I'd want to be hanging around. Yeah. Hopefully, Alec is a very different person than the best friend that he used to have. God. Because otherwise, I'd say we understand why Jake is so unsatisfied with mundane life. It seems like it. Like, because how are we? Because if that's what he wants to be, you know what I mean. If he wants to be Alec Baldwin, then he he still wants to party. He still wants to be crazy. It's even hard. It's honestly, it's hard to say because I don't think he even knows what he wants in this movie. Jake, which I get, that's that's a real thing. That's relatable, yeah. I suppose. To, yeah. you know, but it, it's just it's so ill-defined and just so broad that you, you don't really come across understand having any really understanding. But yeah, it's like when Alec Baldwin. I'm just gonna call him Alec Baldwin. I know he has a name in this movie. <laughs> but when he comes back, it's Davis. But <laughs> Davis, thank you, <laughs> Alec Baldwin. So he has like the AB, AB, good old AB. <laughs> He has like the worst advice for him of all time. Yeah. Like when we last yeah. saw him, yeah. he was like, you can do it. Like he was kind of weird. Like he was like, we could drive off right now and whatever and it would be okay. Yeah. But here he's just like, leave her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. my God. She's an anchor around your neck, man. Yeah, I go to New York, man. You're not going to go anywhere in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We know he's a bad man if he's bad mouthing Chicago and John Hughes is writing him. Yeah. <laughs> What I thought was so strange is it goes from this to straight into them being at this huge club. Yeah. Like, and Alec Baldwin and his girlfriend aren't there. Again. It's just them. What happened? Why Why did they in go the to this club? Room. It's one of those things where it makes it seem... No other scene. They're partying like this. Exactly. I saw the... Exactly. I, I, they didn't it, come with friends or anything. It's, it's so of, strange. It was one of the things you wouldn't understand. Like, I get it if it was one of... If Davis or Alec Baldwin was like... You need to get out there, man. And that like put something in his head. And he was like, and there was a yeah. scene prior when he's like, Why "Hey, honey, we don't do anything. Why don't we go to the we club? Should go to the club? <laughs> exactly. But no, it just cuts to them there. I kept expecting yeah. Alec Baldwin, his girl, to round the corner with some drinks, be like, "Hey, guys, or whatever." But it doesn't... that would have made so much more made... sense. Exactly. Why weren't they there? <laughs> I guess since they're here, we'll have to entertain them. It's like they cut a scene out. I know. Again, this it's like. I don't know who to blame here, the writer or the editor, but there's something funky going on. We need on. to call up Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Did the, you film a scene, Kevin? The way this is and the way all of a sudden it would be, because every now and then in the movie they'll be like, yeah, it's been two years since we've been married. They'd say something like that. Yeah. The way this is, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. this was a year was two later. weeks. <laughs> exactly. There's no telling how long ago this you is. You can't tell how long ago the wedding was, much less how long ago they stayed in their house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in this club scene, we're introduced to this uh, woman, just a random hot chick who he's introduced to, and he just eyeballs and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, just after you let the movie play out, I'm not even sure what the point of all this is. I mean, I guess it's just another thing where he's not happy. I guess they needed a girl to, like, relate that to, you know, but yeah, to it kind of seems know. frivolous by the end of it to me. It does. I don't, you don't really know what the point is. He. It's like he... He wanted to write him to where he's at the point where he's looking at other women, but he's not acting upon yeah. it. And so it's like planning stuff in his head because he goes home and he doesn't do anything. He like sees her. She walks into the men's bathroom and he kind of just walks by her and then he goes home yeah. and have, has a has a sex dream about her or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's strange. But it, again, when when and during that dream, is that more like kind of just <laughs> broad writing there with the whole? 
I'm the person who you are looking for. It's destiny. I guess it's trying to, I don't know. It's just. I guess it's just a personification of the same kind of thing we were talking about with his boss at the advertising firm. And, you yeah. know, he just, he wants more. So she kind of, she kind of skips her pill. I'll kind of skip ahead. And, you know, apparently it seems to me like there was no discussion about having a baby at all at no. this point. She just kind of made this decision that. I guess it's time. This is the point <laughs> where then I know she it's doesn't mention until months later that she's been doing this. And as far as you know, she skipped her pill like yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> in the movie, the way it's edited. And, and again, it's one of those things <laughs> where they drop the line. Oh, it's been four years or whatever. They say right. it's been four years. So it's like four years yeah. plus dating before that. They never even talked about kids, <laughs> whether or not something he ever even wants. It's, it's, yeah. Again, it's a moment where you're slapping your head wondering, why should I care about these Two people who don't seem like they should have ever gotten married. Right. Ugh. <laughs> and then we have another very strange scene, which is the musical number. Yeah. Which is a dance that the neighbors do <laughs> with their mowers in the front yard. It's basically completely out of nowhere. Have you gotten the fact that Jake doesn't want to be a part of American <laughs> mundane life? Have you gotten that? Is that what you think they were trying to say? I, I, I don't I, even know. I figured because I wasn't just, sure with that scene. Just seeing like just oh the dance of lawnmowers this and is, this is just life, repetitive just, life, I guess. Exactly, and that's yeah. what I was thinking. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> another thing where it's like, um, I guess that didn't happen. Yeah, but I'm not even sure. Exactly. So I guess it's around this point she kind of after being pressured by their parents, he, they, she spills it about, hey. I've been off my pill yep, for yep, yep. for weeks or whatever. And then for some reason she goes and gets a test to see why she wasn't pregnant. That was not explained before at all. No. Right? We're jumping around. I have no, again, I have no idea how long it's yeah, been. Yeah, we're actually jumping around, but the movie's also jumping around. Yeah, nothing, we're jumping around, but nothing compared to this movie. <laughs> oh my God. It's pertinent to this movie for us to jump around. Exactly. It's a very it flows pertinent. well. <laughs> I did kind of think the the scene was just so out. It was one of those things where whenever she was like, I've been off my pill or whatever. And then he just, the, ah, yeah. or whatever. And it cuts to him being a yeah. crash test dummy. Crash test dummy, yeah. It's one of those things where I, so it was really dumb, but I couldn't help but laugh. It's a, a giggle bit. scene. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's ridiculous. And the one where he goes in to give the sample. And everyone just turns and laughs. That was another one where I wasn't exactly. sure if it happened or not. I was like, wait a minute. I kept imagining. I kept thinking. Like, clearly gonna... this didn't happen right. But yeah. it's not obvious that it didn't. I kept thinking it was going to do a quick cut to his face and everyone be quiet. And yeah. being like, yeah. Everyone's back in out. order. But yeah. no, it, I have no idea. It just kind of ended. <laughs> we were in the realm of reality or what? It's like, get it? It was fake joke. Yeah. I, I want to mention, there's a scene that happens where like, He's like given a baby at his advertising firm yep. or whatever, and he's walking mm-hmm. around the building just trying to hand off the baby. Such a strange scene. It's like a music video. There's another. It's like scene. dark and shadowy. Yeah, it's <laughs> so literally. Strange. I kept thinking. Then there's nudity for no reason. Yeah, what? <laughs> I guess that was an '80s thing. I don't know. I guess just it's you so never strange. know when <laughs> when it's completely gonna, unnecessary. You never know what's going to show up. And again, speaking of unnecessary. <laughs> He runs into that girl from the club yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. And it, again, leads to nothing. And then all of a sudden they're at the Natural History Museum afterwards. What? Remember? Yeah, I know. They go and have the conversation. I'm so, I know what happened. What? It's, like, <laughs> it's so strange. Because it's like they don't even have a scene where they're like, we should go hang out. 
We should go get lunch. No, it's just they look at each other, hey, smile, and they're there. Hi. <laughs> and then they're and there. Let's go to the museum again. What are they cutting out of this movie yeah. that is stopping it from making some simple sense? transitions? Would have been nice. I know they haven't. <laughs> it could have just been like you know, we should have a conversation or at least show them walking there. We should go to the museum. <laughs> Because at first, I didn't even realize they were there at first. I'm like, oh, is that just the downstairs of yeah, where they work? that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, oh, and then it's established later that, no, it's at the museum? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. So strange. What is going on? <laughs> and Alec, Alec's dad dies. A.B. <laughs> A.B.'s dad dies. He just shows up at the front door. My dad's dead. My dad's dead. <laughs> it's like some sad music. What? Yeah, and so apparently he stays with them, and then there's this whole strange scene at night where she just comes in for no real reason. She feels bad for him, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't even know what her plan was. I guess there. Exactly. To me, it's I, I, like part of her does want him to come on to her a little bit here because it's like uh, I don't know. He's he's in a strange emotional place, and it's kind of obvious. So it's like you kind of know what you're getting into when you go in there. I think. It's weird because <laughs> like it's it's all set up to build tension to make you think is she or isn't she? Yeah. But then at the end, it's revealed. Oh, she definitely wasn't. And so it's like, yeah. well, then why did all that? But stuff it seemed happen? like she definitely was. Before. Exactly, it did. It seemed like she was setting up for that situation. Yeah. So it's really just kind of false tension. It's so strange. Yeah, and he's just like, it, it's obviously revealed that he's jealous of Jake's life. Big twist, yeah. you know? Because I mean, you kind of see that. That Mostly because she's she's in love with him. Podcast. He's in love with her. Yeah. Like Jake mentioned at the beginning you. of the movie. Yeah. 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 He said, you know, she he might even love her. I just want you to kiss me goodnight. It's it's, it's very <laughs> creepy and weird. That's your Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I really. But yeah. So she's pregnant. Yeah. After thinking that he's fertile, I guess not. So they just had to try harder. He thinks that she figured out that she met the girl at the Natural History Museum, I guess. I don't understand Is what we're led to believe here. Yeah, he's like, I I want you to meet me at the Natural History Museum. But then it ends up being just randomly she wanted to go there. I mean, what was she think? What was he thinking? She was there, and he was like, "You had a bad conversation with this woman." Yeah, Yeah, it's like you didn't even do anything wrong. Exactly. How dare you talk to her? It was weird, and then yeah. She, this is, by the way, I mean, she's having a baby. This is an hour and 22 minutes into the movie. We've got like 20 minutes left. Yep. So she, if you think this is like a nine-month situation, like the you know that Hugh Grant yeah. movie, this isn't it. Because it definitely would make you think that from the title of Absolutely. the freaking movie. I was convinced going that She was going to get pregnant immediately. Yeah, like 30 minutes like This whole in. thing. I was expecting it like 30 minutes in. It's like, what is Tops. it, Father of the Bride 2? Where she has a baby? And like a lot of the movies, like leading up to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it was it's strange to title. If you're looking for that, this. see Father of the Bride too. <laughs> exactly. If, if you want the pregnancy movie, that actually was a good movie. I like that movie. I haven't seen it in a very long time. I can't. <laughs> so this was a pretty intense whole like series of scenes here in the hospital. Yeah. The whole pregnancy and the complication, and then what it seemed like everybody thought that she had died or the baby had died and. Mm-hmm. It was like all this emotion that was going on, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, and again, <laughs> it's it's played on very thick. Because you have Kevin Bacon there at the hospital. Like, you know, I could tell that he's being directed to do this. Like, you're just, you're not doing a care in the world. It's okay, because he's very lackadaisical, sickingly, like, 
so much that at you're first, like, yeah. So much that you're like, oh, come on, man. Your wife is having a baby. And he's just like, all right, where are we going? Where are we going? And all of a sudden, where he's like, there's been a complication. You're like, where's my, my wife? Yeah. Ah! You know, That's true. Immediately. The Academy Award winning scene. Yeah. Yeah. And I know what they're doing. They're like, oh, you think, you know, you think a certain way, then something happens and changes your perspective. But yeah. it's just, it's again, just a little too yeah. <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, Bacon's performance is fine. He's doing fine. Yeah. He's doing what's yeah. required of him. I just, I, I just don't know about the casting here. There's just, I mean, just honestly, like most of the movie. Yeah. I think Alec honestly is fine for like, I feel like he kind of accomplished what they were going for for that character. Yeah. You kind of wanted him to be a little bit of a skis ball and I feel like Alec kind of fit that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just don't know about, like, Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth McGovern. Like, they just don't really have much chemistry. That would be my biggest complaint. I mean, Kevin Bacon, he's a great actor. I mean, he's he's had plenty of great movies. So, there's nothing wrong with his chops. I just, I just, I don't know if I'd cast him again in this movie. Probably not. You know? I mean, and, and again, with this kind of movie, it's, it, you, you know, if you have a charming lead. Sometimes they can make up for the fault of a... Of a you know sloppy script, but yeah. and this is not the case of that. This yeah. is very much because I, I think the script is sloppy, the editing sloppy, and the acting isn't doing it any favors. I will say that there's some scenes where I'm not. I don't think he's terrible, but he's again he's just like he's showing the faults of the script and the editing on full display. There's no filter of good acting or charm to make you like think otherwise. So at this point, this is pivotal. If this isn't working at this point. Yeah. Everything, it, you know the entire movie was a fail, failure. Because, yeah. like, again, this is weird. <laughs> the scene, I'm like, oh, wow, he, he's acting well. Then it's done, like, done the dirty by this stupid music <laughs> video-esque thing that I'm just like, oh, I'm just slapping my forehead in the scene where he's looking up into the sky, a single tear falling as I spotlight <laughs> shining on his face. I... I keep thinking that around the corner is going to get Richard Marks or something like that coming around to sing a song because it's like a music video. And this movie, I could see that happening. And then, okay, I'm sorry. This this part pissed me off because we get all these flashes of happy moments that we never saw throughout the movie. Yeah. Oh my God! Or they're like part of the scenes, but they're like a different part than what we saw. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing, but it's a stupid idea to say, "Oh no," because it was going through like the filter of his head, and he didn't see, he didn't notice the happy parts. It's Alec Baldwin's prophecy coming true. He's happy, but he didn't know it. No, (laughs) we've been unhappy throughout the whole movie because he's scared into happiness. Exactly. What? Yeah. Oh my who, gosh. Who would be someone you would have cast here instead of Kevin Bacon? Oh my gosh, you cast Tom Cruise in this. Tom Cruise <laughs> Oh, there's there's these scenes all the time in this movie where he's just he's happy with the person he's with. They I mean they even I don't think Cocktail is a great movie, but Ooh. there's some similarities here as yeah. far as like a guy who is like pleased with settling down or whatever, but when you see him Tom with Cruise someone, is good in Cocktail. Though. Yeah, he's good. He's good at it. Yeah. And so you see, like, he kind of elevates probably a lesser script. I mean, Cocktail isn't terrible, but, like, he's good in it. And he makes you like the person and you you root <laughs> for him a little bit, even yeah. though he does things you don't agree with. Where Kevin Bacon mopes 
through this whole movie, you never get a sense that he loves his wife at all. And so at the end here where he's like, oh my God, I thought I was going to lose her. You don't buy it. Yeah. It's the whole thing where it's like, oh, you, you the when a kid's done with a toy and then when another kid's going to take it away from him, then he starts crying. It's, yeah. It reminds me of something something similar and it comes off as false. And it pisses me off yeah. that they simplify this, simplify marriage like this to be like, oh, that's what it's like. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I had a suggestion, but Tom Cruise is much better. So <laughs> let's go with that one. Remake. No. It's Tom Cruise. Way too old. <laughs> Way too old. Supposed to be a married couple. But no, she's fine. (laughs) She's having another baby. Is she? (laughs) I don't know. This time, she's married to Tom Cruise. (laughs) That's the sequel. She's having a baby again. She's having a baby too. Kevin Bacon died. Not the actor. I'm not, I don't want him to die, the character. Just another lady's having a baby. It's she's having a baby, too. That's fine. I'm thinking of um, when you, anytime you say two, I have to go to... Uh, Just like comma T-O-O. Yeah, but I'm thinking of look who's talking to. And so I'm thinking, oh, it's the same cast. Um, but now it's dogs. She's having baby dog. Oh, my gosh. She's, what? I don't know. This was, that was bad. It's going off the rails. So they had a boy, and apparently his book is called She's Having a Baby. Yep. They're happy now. That's it. Everything's fine. Having a baby solves all your problems. And he finished his book. So yeah, he finished everything he needed to do. And I tried to, okay, I, I tried at the end to write this down. I had to rewind it a few times because I didn't get what he was saying. I felt like it was important because he was like trying to sum up the movie in this little line here yeah. where something along the lines of like, uh, I took more than I gave. I, I was trusted more than I, I trusted or something like that. I was loved more than I love. <laughs> I wasn't looking to be found, but to be made. And so basically <laughs> the whole make your own happiness thing, it again, rings false. Yeah. <laughs> Just the journey we've been on did not lead to yeah. this destination. Yeah. yeah. They would be very in different places emotionally <sighs> in real life. <laughs> Uh, man so that's it I mean honestly it's a roller coaster ride of a movie yeah yeah and it it derails often it skips all over the place but yeah roller coaster ride so just overall thoughts I guess Um, I don't know it's it's a mixed bag it's a mixed bag for me it's of uh, you know stuff I enjoyed about this movie but then I would say there's definitely more that I didn't enjoy about this movie than what I did enjoy. I just, I just, I feel like the two lead characters just fell flat for me. And that was, Mm -hmm. that was the biggest thing. I, I I don't, I, you know, I thought the parents were okay. They, you know, they did what they were going to do and Alec kind of did his thing and that would have been fine. It was just Christy to me was so dry. So it's like that, that alone, like, even even Kevin Bacon, I think, could have been okay if he'd had an actress that just had some more spunk, some more, you know, pizzazz. Like, there was, you know, a little more back and forth and, like, some interesting interactions. But I felt like so much of their interactions were just like, I don't really care what's going on. She just yeah. seems miserable. So, me as the audience, I'm, I'm becoming miserable with their whole dynamic. So, yeah. Like, that would be my biggest complaint. So... I don't know. This one's this one's lower on my list, unfortunately. Yeah. It's subpar for me. I mean, it is not a disaster. I think there, if other choices were made, probably yeah. again, yeah. if he worked with someone else, it's not with a bad them, idea for a movie. No, just the execution was poor. The execution was poor. Even like the feel. 
I think the feel of the movie, not the editing, just kind of the tone, I should say, the tone of the movie is probably right. Where it came, comes to the, it's serious subject matter, but it's there's a few things that are done playfully with a little lighthearted flair to them. The cutaways right. are fine. The whole thing, it's just there's certain mistakes that were are made throughout the way. and Things that are cut out, characters that aren't giving time to breathe, and certain things that happen that it just doesn't work as a whole. But there's... There's a skeleton of this thing that could have been a good, could have been good, yeah. and you know I I get that Hughes would would have been upset because you know I'm sure that his vision was greater than the execution. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And the casting. And the casting. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say check this one out. I'd say I mean if you <laughs> if yeah. you really want to follow yeah. along, go ahead. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say this is one of the lower ones of the ones we've done so far. I agree. So yeah. Sorry it wasn't better, audience. <laughs> yeah, you didn't make this movie. Where did um, you? <laughs> oh, John, you listening from the grave? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Some Kind of Wonderful is our second, second, our tenth, tenth actually movie. All right. Doing. So, yeah, that one's streaming on Amazon. So This is great. I love it when they're streaming. Check it out. This looks like another dramedy leaning towards drama. What was the year on this one? I don't really know a lot about this one. I'm either. When was it made? That's a good question. <laughs> Some kind of wonderful. When was it made? 87. Okay, so before this. <laughs> a year before this. All right. God. This man did a lot of work in the 80s. Gosh. He was filming three movies in 88. He'd already done this one the year before. Yeah, so... We'll see how that one is. Huh. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I, this is another one I haven't seen. Me neither. Yeah. So we'll come in with fresh eyes. Yeah. Another Howard Deutsch. All right. So I think, what, he, what I think, I think it was Great Outdoors he directed. Outdoors. Okay. It wasn't Dutch, was it? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. I guess I could just look it up instead of doing all that. Yeah. The Great Outdoors. Okay. And Pretty in Pink. All right. He directed both of those. So. Okay. Let's do it. Those were those were decent, so yeah. <laughs> I have hope, and, the, and it, you know, with the title like some kind of wonderful. Yeah, oh, must boy. be a great movie. <laughs> oh my god, of course, <laughs> must be. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. If you'd like, you can follow us on Twitter at Candlecast, or you can follow me at Paint Me Jordan. If you enjoyed Breakfast with Candles, check out our other podcast called Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. Thanks for listening. See ya.